I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today's episode, we, we had posted up on Instagram, and we wanted to know what you guys were working on. And uh, we had a, a gentleman that responded to us, follows us on uh, Instagram and also the podcast. He's a Cummins fan, so I wanted to chat with him today and see how he got into the brand. He's got a couple of them, a 12-valve and a 6.7, and just see what his plans are, what uh, what he's done so far, and what he's looking to do in the future. So it's going to be a, a great time to chat with him. Before we get to it, though, we want to encourage you guys, if you're not on our Discord, you're going to find a link. You're going to see it on the screen, and then also one down below if you're watching on YouTube. Make sure and click on over there. We're almost at 500 uh, subscribers on there. It's really cool to see what you guys are working on the questions that you guys have the suggestions for episodes and guests you guys definitely keep me on my toes over there so i want to see you signed up uh post up your truck let us see uh let's see what you're working on what your plans are for it and also if you're looking to support the podcast even more we do have a patreon link down below and the patreon goes a, a, a tremendous way in being able to help us grow continue to uh do the things that we have planned to bring you the best content the best stories the best information so that you're more knowledgeable about your truck and you can make informed buying decisions all right, let's get to today's podcast with Elgin and learning more about his 6.7 Cummins and also his 12-valve. Elgin, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I first want to thank you for listening to the podcast and uh, sending us a, a message on Instagram. I love talking about trucks, love talking about 6.7s and 5.9s. You got both of them. So I'm going to be looking forward to learning more about yourself, your passion for Cummins trucks, and what your plans are for both of them. All right, thank you for having me. I... Uh, I wasn't sure which one to start with, whether the 12 valve or the 6.7, but since my first diesel was a 6.7 Cummins, I figured we'd start with that one. Tell me tell me a little bit about that truck, how you came across it, um, you know, what uh, what drew you to it, why, why you chose that particular one. All right, so the way that I came across it was I was looking for a, well, diesel in general, but one that caught my own was a Duramax, but the bank wouldn't give me the money for it because of how old it was because they have a 20-year policy oh gotcha they said it'd be easier to buy a vehicle off of a lot a dealer lot so i was uh driving past the title dealership and there was a used cummins on it and i mentioned to my parents about it and we went and looked at it and i was 17 at the time and they said they never had to wait to for someone to buy a vehicle from them (laughs) So I uh, came across the Cummins, looked at it. I didn't even test drive, drove it, and I bought it. So. Was was the was that particular year range? Was it one that uh, you had your eye on that you thought about? Hey, if if I can't get this Duramax, I definitely want to get into this, you know, twenty sixteen or you know that that kind of year range of, of six seven. Uh, no, actually, because uh, I personally, for a while, I did not like the body style of the fourth gen Cummins. I was uh, like a second gen, first gen, and I didn't like the third gens and fourth gens. But it's, it's kind of funny how they grow on you. The different, the different oh, generations yeah. when they come out. I, I'm the same way. I'll see, I'll see the new one. I'm like, I don't really like that. And then I give it six months or a year, and then it's like my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like change it for a third gen or second gen now. <laughs> well, the interiors and just the quality of the materials is so so much better than they used to be like when i had my third gen which was the first one i first diesel i ever had i thought it was the greatest thing and then the 2010s came out i'm like the dash the seats the interiors are so nice it it totally grew on me 
it's uh, definitely uh, like even like the touchscreen that's in it, like the eight inch is that's nice. Never, now, with, uh, now with the truck, when you were thinking about getting a diesel, is it because you use it to haul and tow, or did you just want want the the torque and the performance capability that diesel trucks have? Uh, the performance uh, aspect, because I was doing a bunch of research on like. Uh, how much horsepower you can make out of a diesel versus a gas engine where um, people I know were spending so much on their gas engines to get such a low number yeah. to where you throw a tuner on a diesel and make 10 times that. That was the exact thing that drew me into them as well. Cause I was in the gas trucks first and oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd look and see, you know, kind of what I could do to them. And then I had a friend that got a diesel and I'm like, we got 140 or 150, 160 horsepower off this yeah. $600, you know, box tuner. It's just totally changed my way of thinking about it that, that, uh, that it drew me in now with, with the six, seven and, and thinking about the performance side of it, did, have you always had a goal of a particular power number in mind with it and kind of a build or has that progressed as, you know, as years have gone by and you've owned this truck? Yeah. So, uh, I didn't really have an original power number, but as I started adding parts to it, I wanted to hit a thousand. So I'm not there yet, but I'm still like going through and figuring out what I want to do uh, parts wise and turbos and there's so many choices. <laughs> it's almost overwhelming, you know, with the air and the fuel and the transmission and, and so many things that are out there. But, you know, when you're, when you're doing that research and looking for builds, where do you, where do you look for information or, or, or where are places that you you know, maybe check out what other people are doing, whether it's YouTube or Instagram or, or other places. So, um, sometimes I will, uh, well, mostly through YouTube because then I can see them on the video perform properly where like you can't really see through a picture on Instagram, how it's going to perform. Yeah. If you're going to like maybe the way it sounds. Well, I, I, I know from chatting with you beforehand, you you're definitely lucky because you're in Canada and there's so much more you can do to your truck there than we yeah. can do it. We can do in the States with them. So, um, you know, what, uh, what, what kind of parts list, what kind of build have you put together so far for it? So, so far for my 2016, I have the, uh, fully deleted. Um, the only, I'm still, I uh, need to get block off plates for the EGR, but the plunger still works as far as I know, as even though it's deleted, it still works for the circulating the smoke through the engine and stuff like that but uh it's got a full four inch straight pipe cold air intake right now um it's got the whirly fab uh, coolant pipe and then uh it's waiting on this kit to get warm here as it's always cold here because i'm not laying in the snow putting a turbo in <laughs> so it's got a 64 uh stealth 64 waiting to put in with a steep speed manifold and some fleece uh, manifold studs. I was just chatting recently with steed speed and I've always been a fan of their manifolds, like their works of art. And it's almost a shame that you have to put the hood down and you yeah. can't just, everybody can just see it. Cause they're, 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 they're so awesome. And it's, it's, it's really cool, you know, to, what you're able to do there and the access that you have to parts, um, you know, the sky's really the limit with that build. And there's so much, 
there's so much there if you want to make a thousand if you want to make more if you want to grow into that thousand horsepower there's a lot of different options you have out there for you know air and fuel and and uh you know accessories and transmission and, and all that sort of stuff so i imagine it's going to be pretty uh i don't want to say daunting but there's just it's almost overwhelming you know all the access to to uh things and builds that uh you know that you'll be able to do with your six seven yeah because uh actually up here the diesel scene isn't big like it is down in the states which is unfortunate so like you'll uh you'll come across uh like a truck here and there and then like you're like have all these like you're, you have access to shipping uh tuners that can delete your truck but no one wants to do them here yeah it's been a it's been a whole th i remember early on with the six sevens it was it was really incredible to see you know what people were doing with them and then here with emissions and the epa and all that kind of stuff it's it's really drastically changed it with um you kind of refocusing it on how much power can we make with all these components still on the truck and you know looking for carb numbers or you know testing um you know numbers for it and things like that and so when um you know, I think about what could you do to a six, seven without any restrictions, you know, somewhere else where it's, you know, maybe not, maybe not an issue. It's like you have the displacement, the, the size of turbos you can run, um, you know, are really awesome. There's tons of, of transmission choices. And I was going to ask you about that. So you, do you have a, it's an automatic that's in the truck. Yep. Now, when it comes to the transmission, have, have you thought about, uh, you know, the kind of setup that you want to run or, or, you know, maybe which companies kind of has your eye with one of their, built 68 rvs yes um i was uh firepunk has drawn me to their comp 2 kit for my truck cool, cool. so i like uh, i was watching uh, a video on uh, some comp 2 that was in a third gen last eight years of abuse so. it, that's been another really cool thing too is with transmissions is the and i think youtube helps a lot and, and other uh, media outlets just how much transmission technology is there versus what it used to be and you know being able to see i think i think ultimate callout challenge really helped a lot with kind of pushing um you know what these transmissions can hold whether it's a four speed or 68 rfe which i think RevMax um ran one at ucc for a bit um in their truck it's just i i feel more confident as you know like a diesel truck owner or enthusiast of being able to get a transmission that can handle that abuse now versus, you know, maybe what it was 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Yeah. Cause, uh, I've already had the solenoids replaced in mine, which I think I'm, I'm not a big like knowledge of transmissions, but, uh, like, I don't really know what breaks on mine a whole lot. I haven't done a whole lot of research. It's just, it's been handling the two, hot tune five for a while so <laughs> all's good then for now i know yeah. once you do the turbo and injectors and all that stuff you'll definitely get into that that transmission build uh transmission build pretty quick now with you know putting this build together have do you have a is there a particular time say at the racetrack or a dyno number you know that you ultimately want to put down or is it just is it just the fun of having it just the fun of you know, being able to drive it every day it's just the fun of uh well, so far it's just been the fun of driving it every day hearing the exhaust and then uh with the cold air intake and the exhaust i can hear the turbo spool a bit more the stock turbo so i like uh like i'm not stomping on it but just able to hear that turbo whistle for like that brief period of time 
has really got me hooked on that. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll definitely be one of the things. I, I don't know. I can't decide whether I like the turbo whistle more or the sound of the exhaust. They both sound. They both have their benefits. I don't know. I would probably choose a turbo. Yeah. Now with oh, yeah. now I also noticed, uh, and we were chatting a little bit beforehand about a twelve valve that you had. And I mentioned it on the podcast before that that has always been a truck that would be probably my holy grail, not because I want to make a ton of power with it. I just love the idea of a mechanical second gen. It it, it started the whole diesel performance, you know, industry, I think. And so I wanted to ask you about that truck. How'd you find it? And and were you specifically looking for, you know, that exact truck or or was it something you just came across and like, hey, I got to have this truck? I just came across it. I was actually looking at a, um, it was an 01 uh, Dually that uh, I'd never seen winter, very clean, no rust, especially up here, no rust. Um, and I uh, went, contacted the guy, set a time to go see it. And then uh, something came up where I had to change it to the following day. And he's like, I don't want to sell anymore. So then I was like, okay, well, I'll look for a 2500, but it has to be manual. And I'm, I'm not taking anything but a manual, and I was able to come across this truck. Did you find it local to you, or did you have to you know, look outside uh, the area a bit? Two and a half hours away, which wasn't not terrible. You can just hop on the highway and you're there. But Did it have, it, uh, did it have all the things you were looking for? Uh, yes. Uh, so I didn't want to deal with any suspension components so it had a lift kit on it it's got a seven and a half inch lift and uh, it's got uh 37s on it already so i don't have to spend money on tires it's all ready to go yeah pretty much i because i enjoyed it for the first year and then before i started throwing stuff on it what uh what kind of upgrades have you done to it since you've had it so since i've been focusing on my 16 uh not a whole lot just uh five inch mbrp exhaust and a banks power intake because uh you would you wouldn't like to see the intake that was on it when i got it (laughs) now is this one are you going to build this one for a particular kind of power power range like you know do compounds and upgrade the pump and injectors or is this one going to have kind of a different build to it so this one uh, is uh, mainly because I bought it with the lift kit to uh, focus on the engine. So my goal is, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, I've heard different things where 12 valves don't make a lot of power. Still researching, but uh, like 600-ish, I think is a reasonable for a mechanical, I think. I don't know how far people have gotten with horsepower ratings for 12 valves. They're, they're so cool because they, they don't come with a lot of power, especially by today's standards, but the sky is really the limit on them. And, yes. and, and it's, they're you know, just really robust motors and you just get some more fuel, more air and 600 totally doable, probably for not a whole lot of money either. Um, yeah. you know, and then, um, if you ever wanted to take it farther, you know, there's, there's tons of options, but yeah, I think you'd be, I think you'd be happy with 600 horse on that. Yeah, because yeah, I'm looking to do um, a twin turbo kit or compound kit on it. Just uh, like I've got the room and I don't have, really have to remove anything to throw two turbos under there. Yeah, it's real. There's so much space there, especially on the older ones. 
And yeah. there's so many compound turbo kits and injectors. We've had um, Lenny Reed from Dynamite Diesel Products on the podcast before, and he had just bought one. I think it was last year. Um, and he was doing different injectors and pump upgrades to it and just kind of setting it up for that, you know, ultimate kind of daily driver, you know, make yes. good power, but, you know, not be, you know, like a race truck or something that's smoky. And so you know, companies like that, a lot of other ones have, uh, you know, have products and kind of power recipes out there, you know, for you. Is the, is the clutch in it stock or is that something you're looking at upgrading in the future? Uh, it's stock and I plan on, uh, upgrading it to a dual clutch system yeah, yeah that, well that'll it, those have come a long way as well with just the drivability of them um i've chatted with Flair before about some of their dual disc options and and uh you know they went through hey this is gonna be the, you know the, the clutch feel to it and and you know the power rating for it and and all those things it's just i love that whole platform i know they don't have the creature conference of like your 2016 and and stuff yeah. but there's just something so cool about i don't know you just feel like more connected to the truck it's just you know i'm not a big manual guy but it, i would i don't know i i think i would probably get a manual in a, in a second gen just for the feel just I don't yeah. know, something about changing gears going down the highway it's just it's cool I will say that I'm after driving it. I'm not a manual truck guy because <laughs> it's always a bit temperamental sometimes because yeah. of the issues that they have. Well, I think like stop and go traffic or being in a city. I don't, I don't think it'd be too fun, but just, you know, out there on the highway or just, you know, country roads and things like that. It'd, it'd yeah. definitely be cool. Um, I share a fun on country roads with that. <laughs> Now, so you got two two Cummins trucks. Is did you just kind of fall into being a Cummins owner or Cummins enthusiast? Did it just kind of happen, or you know, was it something where you always thought, "Hey, this is you know, it's one of the most popular engines to modify." And I think, um, you know, when I was just learning about diesel trucks, it was always like everyone always pushed me to those. They always said that's the one you need to get, and and um, I didn't know a lot of Duramax guys or didn't know a lot of Power Stroke guys at that time. And I'm always curious, you know, how we get into a particular brand or, you know, buy a couple trucks that are, you know, a Cummins or Duramax or Power Stroke. Yeah, so I would definitely say that um, when I was originally looking for a vehicle, my first vehicle, I was looking towards Cummins because they're just um, around here, they're kind of dime a dozen cheap. Well, before COVID anyways. But... Um, like I, I didn't know anyone with the had Duramaxes. I knew people with power strokes and Cummins. And um, I just feel like um, what I wanted to do, it was more accessible for Cummins. Just it was kind of like a no brainer because I could have stuck with trying to get a Duramax. But yeah, yeah that's one of the things I think that. Uh that really drew me in as well. We talked about it a little bit beforehand, just the kind of power you can make with, you know, just doing some upgrades versus gas. And for the longest time, it's been that way with Cummins engines as well. You could get, you didn't have to, you didn't have to do a built engine right away. You probably have to do the transmission, you know, regardless of the year or generation it is, but you know, the, the engines are stout. There's so many choices for turbos and there's so many people that are developing parts for them that, you know, you've got, tons of injectors to pick from and injection pumps and 
like under 12 valves, you know, delivery valves and fuel lines and governor spring kits and just all the things that are there. There's so many choices. Yeah, it's uh, definitely like when I started looking into modifying, I was like, oh, God, what do I pick? <laughs> yeah, I always, I always try to ask when we have uh, you know, somebody on from a company is like, you know, how do how do we decide which parts we get? Because it, it is so overwhelming and you can you build for 450 horse, 600, 650, 800, 1,000, 1,500, 2,000. You know, do I do this dual disc clutch, this transmission? What billet shafts do I need? What size injector should I go with? Do I need, you know, like a stroker CP3 or dual CP3 kit? Um, it's just so overwhelming for us with, with all the technology. So I always like to, um, you know, ask these guys, hey, what, uh, you know, what's your favorite setup or what worked really well for you? So that when you guys are out there building your trucks and maybe it helps kind of guide you guys in a direction to say, I should look at, you know, this single turbo kit or this compound kit or, um, you know, this kind of fuel setup. And with, um, you know, heading into, I know we're at the start of 2022, but do you think is your goal this year with that six, seven to, to kind of get it, get it where you get it where you want and start on the 12 valve towards the end of the year? Or, you know, what's, uh, what's kind of the plan with both trucks? So the plan for the six, seven is, uh, just, uh, put the turbo on in the spring and enjoy it for, um, until next year, until I want to kind of hunker down and probably work on the 12 valve a bit more. Cause, uh, I do, uh, it sprays oil like every classic 12 valve does. So I want to, um, kind of eliminate the oil leak before I start throwing on more parts that will probably increase the oil flow out of that. <laughs> wherever it's coming from. I don't know. I haven't really looked too much into it, but it's just uh, the, uh, the 12 valve needs some TLC for sure since I've owned it. So cool. definitely just enjoy the turbo, move on to the 12 valve, just enjoy it for what it is. You had, uh, you had mentioned a little bit before we started the podcast about, you know, maybe one day doing a, a YouTube channel and I always, I think that's so cool. I love to see it. It's not necessarily the huge channels that, that I watch or subscribe to. I like to see just fellow enthusiasts working on stuff and, and learning with them. Um, cause there's a lot of things I, I don't know. There's tons of things I don't know, but I can watch, you know, somebody put the turbo kit on or somebody do this, or they're solving a problem with, um, you know, with, with doing a YouTube channel, have you thought, you thought much about it or is it still early in the, you know, kind of the process of saying, Hey, I'd like to document, you know, this six, seven builder, this 12 valve builder, just my journey through building these trucks. Actually, ever since I uh, started modifying the truck, I've thought about it. So for a good three years, but then, um, like, I don't, I don't know a whole lot. Like how would I get the angles right to, cause I don't want to just like throw on a montage of me putting a part on it or other show people what I've encountered and how to fix it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is whenever I try to do something and I, you know, I don't know how to do it. And I look at YouTube and I, I watch one video and it's like, here's the part and now it's on. And I'm like, I, I ran into five or six stumbling blocks along the way. I want to <laughs> see, I want to see that stuff. Like I need to know how to, how to do that. So I think there's a lot of value, you know, in that is, is learning, you know, whatever it might be that, that we would all run into installing this part or doing something, you know, we, we want to see that. So I think people would really enjoy that kind of process. I did a, 
an episode uh, late last year with a guy who, um, you know, was talking just exactly about that. He built this, this uh, 12 valve um, and he was just like, I don't know everything. And I learn along the way. And that's what I like to show people is just like, Hey, this is where I stumbled. This is where I didn't know what to do. This is who helped me. And, and I want to share that knowledge. So I think if you do do that, it'd definitely be successful and people would enjoy seeing that we want to want to learn and, and, uh, you know, be able to follow along and then we get attached to the channel attached to, you know, the build and, and what somebody's talking about. So if you do start that, definitely let us know. Um, and we'll give you a, you know, a shout out to your channel and, and definitely like to see, you know, these builds come together, combining two iconic uh, generations of, of the Ram, you know, Cummins turbo diesel. So definitely be fun to watch. And, um, yeah, I definitely appreciate your time and reaching out to us, you know, on our Instagram story to, to talk about trucks. This is what I love to do. These are some of my favorite episodes, just talking about a six, seven or 12 valve or VP 44 and LBZ or a six liter or six, four, whatever it might be. That's, uh, it's really the core of the podcast. So we appreciate you listening and, and reaching out to us. It's uh, nice talking to someone that actually kind of knows what they're talking about besides someone around where I live. <laughs> I don't know that much. I, I, every podcast that we do, it's like, I, I learn along with, you know, with everyone else. I know a little bit about stuff, but just there's so much information and that's, that's what I crave. And what I love about doing podcasts is just trying to absorb and, and learn more and, and, uh, you know, try to help people. So, you know, connect somebody to a company or somebody else, maybe a previous guest that did a build and, um, you know, being able to connect people. So uh, that's something that's that's definitely fun. Um, you know, for anyone that, you know, is listening and they're like, hey, I, I'm going to be doing a 6.7 build or I'm doing a 12 valve. Um, I want to be able to, you know, follow his, his YouTube um, one day when he does it, where can people find you, you know, on Instagram, check out you know, truck picture, see what you're doing, you know, this year, heading into next year and building these two trucks. Yep. So my Instagram is Elgin, uh, underscore 6.7. Cool. We'll make sure. My... Pardon me. We'll make sure and tag you as well when, right. uh, when we put the podcast out so people can just, you know, click over and, and check out what you're doing. But like I said, I appreciate your time reaching yep. out to us and keep us updated on the build. Let us know if you have any questions, if uh, there's any help we can provide connecting you to people or, you know, previous guests we've had or anything like that, we'd be more than happy to help you. And uh, I want to see, see you get uh, both your trucks to the, the power level and the, the driving experience that you want. Yeah, thank you. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to our Discord. You're going to find a link down below if you're watching on YouTube or if you go to our Instagram page, you'll find a link right there. It's completely free to join. It's an awesome place. If you're a podcast fan, you're a Cummins Duramax Power Stroke owner, and you want to just chat about your truck, things you're working on, and want to get tips, ask questions, a lot of really helpful people over there. also want to give out a, give a shout-out to a couple of our Patreon supporters, Texas Diesel Supply Rights Diesel Services, Caleb, and, and all of our Patreons over there. We really appreciate your support, uh, the encouragement that you guys give us and helping us continue to grow and cover diesel into 2022. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.